fear. Luke chapter 21 speaks of a coming day when men's hearts will fail them for fear. It also tells us that in these last days it will be a fearful time. But what of the Christian? Are we to live in fear and anxiety of the future? God has not given us the spirit of fear, and as we face trials, storms, and uncertainty of this life, how are we supposed to respond when fear tries to creep in and steal our joy? Stay tuned as we discuss fear and the future this week on the Christian Walk Cafe. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Christian Walk Cafe. My name is Keith and I thank you for joining me. For those of you that are new and checking out the show for the first time, welcome and thank you. This is episode one, the beginning of the journey. So grab a chair and have a seat. There's plenty of room here in the cafe. This week our topic is fear, particularly fear as it involves the future. Wouldn't you agree this is a fearful time in which we live? As we look around, there's no shortage of it today. Between civil unrest in our nation, global uncertainty between governments, wars and rumors of more wars, and how about that recent little virus that we were all dealing with? And of course, we can't forget the ever-present media that love to deal in perpetuating and hyping fear every chance they get. Fear sells, and as long as that's true, there will be no shortage of those that peddle it. We're living in a day where the fear and anxiety are causing people to take the most drastic step of all and end their own lives. According to the dictionary, fear is defined as an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. The verb form means to be afraid of, expect with alarm. There's a lot of things going on in this fallen world that can induce and heighten our level of fear. For the unregenerate or the unsaved person, fear is like a vacuum that removes hope. Fear leads to hopelessness and sadness and depression. Why? Because for the unregenerate person, this world is all they have to hope in. This is it. But for the Christian, this is just a brief passing through to what lies ahead. I recently read the book Heaven, by Randy Alcorn. One quote from that book says this, The realities of heaven and hell bring evil and suffering into sharp focus. For Christians, this present life is the closest they will come to hell. For unbelievers, it is the closest they will come to heaven. So it's no wonder why fear grips and controls the hearts of the unbeliever. But it should never do that to the man or woman of God. In 1 Peter 2.11, Peter called us aliens and strangers. The meaning is that we are foreigners spending a brief time in a secular society. Our citizenship lies in heaven, and we eagerly desire to get home. I can tell you something with absolute certainty. Things will continue to get worse on earth. 
Things will continue to spiral downward in a world that continually embraces sin and rejects the Creator. Take a good, long read at the second half of Romans chapter 1 if you want to see the downward spiral of a society that chooses to reject God. On a future episode, I will break that one down. Or you can take a look at the prophecy in Scripture that has come to pass with 100% accuracy. We are in a trajectory to set the stage for a worldwide leader and for the judgments of Revelation to be poured out. Okay, Keith, I was hoping to hear something about victory over fear, not all the reasons why I should be afraid. I was looking for hope, not doom and gloom. Well, here's the hope. This is not home. And we are not to fear as we sense the walls closing in around us. We are to look up because our salvation is near. In Exodus 14, 13, as Moses had led the people to the banks of the Red Sea, they were against the sea on one side and Pharaoh's attacking chariots on the other. The walls had closed in. Hope felt lost, doom, gloom, despair, and of course fear had struck the people. But according to that scripture verse, but Moses said to the people, do not fear, stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. And God was faithful and opened up the sea and drowned Pharaoh's army that very day. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if you become a Christian, life will all of a sudden be roses and chocolates and sunshine and riches. No. The prosperity preachers will tell you that, because as the Bible warns, the apostate church will gather to themselves teachers who tell them what their itching ears want to hear. What I will tell you is, as David said in the 23rd Psalm, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. I still have to live in this world with all of its uncertainty and fear and danger and death and doom and gloom, but I don't have to live in it and go through it alone. My Father walks with me. Psalm 27.1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? But even if I die, Paul said to live is Christ and to die is gain. To be absent from this body is to be with the Lord. How can we lose? Worst case scenario, as far as this world is concerned, is to die. But for the Christian man or woman, we get to go home, to our eternal glory, to our homeland, where our citizenship is. Romans chapter 8, verse 15 through 18 says, For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Believer, what do you have to fear? Why should we fear? We are saved by grace, and that brings a peace that passes all understanding. It's literally a peace that to the one on the outside looking in makes no sense. We have peace with God. We don't fear death. We don't fear what the world throws our way. We don't fear Satan. We don't fear man. 
We don't fear disease. We don't fear worldly armies. We have no fear of whatever life brings because we have peace and hope in Christ. Our eternity is secured and we are eager to be in the presence of him who died for us. And that is why we can walk through this world for the brief moment that we spend here And we can see turmoil and danger all around us, yet have this amazing peace that passes understanding when the world says we should be afraid. I ask you again, what do we have to fear? There is nothing here for us except a lost and dying world that we need to desperately try to win for Christ. And finally, as we conclude this episode... Matthew chapter 10, 29-31, Jesus said, Are not two sparrows sold for a cent? And yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But the very hairs of your head are numbered. So do not fear, you are more valuable than many sparrows. So believer, if you're struggling with fear and anxiety in this fallen world, take heart. Your Lord knows what you are going through. He knows what is going on in this world, and nothing takes him by surprise. The word oops is not in the vocabulary of Almighty God. Nothing surprises him. Cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Every day it's necessary to place all of our trust and all of our hope in him. Give him your fears and rest in the ultimate hope of our salvation. You are not alone. Dear Father, I pray today for my brothers and sisters who may be struggling with fear in an uncertain world. I ask today that you take all their fears, all their anxieties, all their cares, and give them peace that passes all understanding. Help us to realize today and every day that you are our source of hope. You are our source of peace. And you are our source of strength. Give us an eternal perspective every day that we may look towards that day where we'll be gathered to your presence in our eternal home. And we give you thanks and glory and honor because you're the only one worthy to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. That concludes our time in the cafe this week. I hope you found today's episode helpful and uplifting. I would love to hear from you. If you'd like to reach out via email, you can contact me at thechristianwalkcafe at gmail.com, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. In the meantime, remember to walk this walk with confidence, and I'll see you right back here next week. God bless.